Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Welcome, Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Okay, welcome everybody. And thank you for joining us tonight. I am your host, Leah Fortner. And as always, I am very excited to be here. It's actually been a little bit of a different day for me leading into tonight's broadcast as I've spent my day traveling from Palm Beach, Florida up to Baltimore, Maryland. But I am just grateful that I'm here and stepping away from the seminar that I snuck out of like I was skipping school (laughs) to join everybody tonight. And, of course, I'm here with my favorite person, Laura Morante. Hi, Laura. Hi, Leah. Thanks for coming. Oh, I like I said, I love being here, so I'm grateful that I could make it. And I am also in a really cool position because I'm here graduating from my ministry, which means at the end of the weekend I'll be Reverend Leah Fortner, which is exciting. But also my five-year-old daughter is graduating this weekend too, so she got to walk the stage tonight. So it's kind of uh, ironic that both her and I are graduating this weekend. So... You know, kudos to my daughter for making it across the stage without me tonight. And, and congratulations I, to you, Leah. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm very excited to leave this weekend as a as a reverend and share with people in her face. So I'm excited about that. And moving forward, we're gonna see what you channel for us this evening, Laura. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready and excited to share. Great. So then I'd like everybody to just take a deep breath and kind of clear the space around you energetically and mentally and whatever you've gone through this day, like I have been on planes and over many lands and driving and traffic and whatever many things you've experienced throughout your day to just Take a deep breath and anchor into your seat and anchor into your body and allow yourself to begin relaxing and to really just set the intention to clear your mind and open your heart and take another deep breath. And I just really want to focus on setting that intention of clearing your mind. Uh, Something I thought of today, actually I pulled a card while I was on the plane and it was all about clearing a space. And I thought about as I came here to receive knowledge and information and meet new people that I really had to clear my mind to receive knowledge because oftentimes we're so full with what we think and what we believe that it's hard to take new thoughts in. So I think that's an important intention for us all to set as you relax in this present moment, taking a deep breath and prepare for the messages that are going to come through from spirit for all of us uh, to just clear yourself, to receive the love and and guidance and and beautiful messages that Laura will share with us moving forward. So I ask you to take another deep breath and fully become conscious in the present moment, anchored to the ground, through your feet, or wherever you are, just aware of your body, 
and allowing your mind to be clear. And I'm going to hand it over to you, Laura. I'm ready to be filled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And let's see what they have to say tonight. We enter this gathering in an energy of gratitude and an energy of inspiration and hold you all in the most loving space that we can create. We engage you in this way as we realize the the difference in what it is you exist in there on the earth plane, what kind of energy you are living in, what kind of space it creates, and how it affects your ability to integrate openly and clearly what it is we communicate. And so we want to shift immediately in you that sense that there is anything you have to do, that sense that there is anything you have to think, any certain way you have to be. We want you to let that go. We want you to realize that this is a matter of communing with the complete awareness of this human experience. You want to relax into it. You want to let go of your attachments to this identity you use to move about this earth. You want to let it go and you want to relax into the truth of who you are. You want to relax into the energy of you, who you are. And you want to feel how that energy just flows through you, how it brings to the surface of your awareness ideas, inspirations, hopes, and dreams. And you want to recognize how seamlessly this can be, this can occur how these inspirations, these hopes, and these dreams, they just seem to pop up. They just seem to pop into your awareness, and they just seem to give you a sense of something more magnificent for you here to experience, something other than what it is you give your energy over to. These hopes, these dreams, these inspiring moments of curiosity, that is you exploring life in the physical That is you, the soulful energy that you are trying to bring to the conscious awareness of your humanness, the idea that there is more to you, trying to remind you that that is who you are, this soul, this loving being of light that motivates and animates that physical structure that you see yourself to be. It is you inspiring you. It is you redirecting the configuration in your mind reaching for a more expansive understanding of who we are and why we are who we are and what makes us who we are so many people on the earth today feel as though they are struggling with their own insecurities, struggling with some sense of doubt some sense of uncertainty in who they are And they see these insecurities and these doubts as stemming from fears. And so if you can make that connection and if you can see where these doubts and insecurities stem from fears, can you go further? Can you go beyond that? Can you go and see where it is the fear stems from? Can you find the origin? of the mental inclination that brings you to that level of emotion that's termed fear, that brings forth the anxiety, the anxiousness, the uncertainty of outcome. Can you? Or are you realizing that you've never been inclined, that the idea of digging beneath the surface of the fear terrifies you brings up even more fear so why would you want to do that why would you want to delve into something that already makes you so uncomfortable and as we say these words and as you hear these words you also feel the answer ringing true within you don't you because that is why we've come because that is who we are 
soul searching for truth in this physical illusion. And so the fear is the exact energy we need to create the opportunity for the search. So there it is in front of you. This instigator in this life, the fear. It shows up in so many different ways, but if you begin delving beneath the surface, if you begin diving into it and really picking it apart, you will find that the tendrils run deep and that there is no one certain answer. There is not one certain point that your fears stem from. You find layers and layers of insecurities and doubts. You find imprinting from your childhood. You find inclinations of those in your family and you see reactions and condemnations in those that you associate with. And you feel as though you are rightly entitled to hold on to those fears You see them as a part of this experience, as a part of this world, as a part of this life and this interactive, experiential process of evolution. And in in some aspect they are. But ultimately they are a creation from you. And you want to see what it is that is stirring it all up, where it is, the origin of the fear exists. And of course, each of you in your own ways can delve into your experience, can look at your past, can look at your family, that can look at the institutions you've existed in, been raised in, moved through. And you can see how these are all a part of it, how all of these aspects of your experience have added some some sort or sense of fear to how you perceive the world. Of course, you can see the fears ingrained in the thinking of those that are creating these institutions that are asking you to limit your to limit the expression of your own creative energies the ones that ask you to dumb down your brilliance to let go of this free thinking and to just mimic what it is you've been taught to mimic You can see how the fear is used to keep people in check. You can see that. It's it's visible. It's practically understandable. It's right there in plain view, if you will. Now, go deeper. Go deeper into the energies that created those in your life that have brought you the fears those in your life that you blame for the fears, the institutions, the religions, the generations before you. Ah, us humans, how we love to blame, how we love to let someone else take credit for our own um, indiscretions, inconsistencies. And yet, we ultimately know that if we keep digging, if we keep digging, digging, we're going to find that we instituted these opportunities for our own growth, that we ourselves initiated the experiences that brought forth these fears, doubts, and insecurities so that we may use them to grow from, so that we may use them to know ourselves better, time to take responsibility for our own experiences. It's time to say, okay, I see the fear and I see how it's limiting me. 
And I know that I am a divine being of soulful energy connected to a creative source of life that is limitless in its potential. And if this is my truth, then I know that I can take this fear and transmute it, transform it, shift it into something I can work with. But you must be willing to shift the way you view the fear. You must be willing to shift the human inclination to blame someone outside of yourself when you allow the fear to redefine who you are. You see, that's a big part of why so many people are feeling so stuck in this moment. They've taken on the fears. Those handed down to them, those expressed to them, demonstrated for them. They've taken them on, they've taken them in, and they've created an identity around them. Then they sit there in the fear, looking outside of themselves for someone to blame for how uncomfortable it is inside of themselves. Looking to be angry at somebody out there that forced them, manipulated them into taking this fear on. Because they have to see it that way because they know somewhere inside of them they know that that fear is not truly theirs. You know when you are in fear and you know it because it is not of you. The fear shows the areas or aspects of you where there is a disconnect between the human and the soul. Check into your fears and see what aspects of you are not certain, are not in faith, cannot sustain a level of acceptance of life as a divine expression of truth as the way. For this is where the fear shows up. Of course, we can give you the easy examples. The fear of lack runs rampant on the earth. And so many of you have created an identity around that. And many of you will sit here tonight or listen to this in the future as as you hear these words say, yes, there's so many people out there in fear of lack and fear of not having enough and fear of losing what they have and fear of never gaining or getting any of it. You'll sit there and say that about others. But are you willing to look deep within yourself and say, well, if I lost it all tomorrow, how would I feel? If I didn't have a backup plan, could I still exist in a state of pure joy? If I didn't have a safety net, created from logic in a physical way, could I still sustain a level of faith in my ability to feel secure, to feel safe, to feel supported? You really want to ask yourself that. You really want to put your your mind in that position to think it could all be gone tomorrow and if it were, Could I still find my center in my truth? That the external environment around me is an illusion. And the basis for all creation is an exploration of self, not an accumulation of wealth. Oh, I just have to say I love that line. It was beautiful. (laughs) Keeping in line with this train of thought, we want to bring forward the idea that if you're feeling uncomfortable in your life, if you're feeling uncertain in your life, then do this practice. Call yourself out. Bring forth the fears and begin to dissect them and begin to really push yourself into fearful positions. 
So you wow. can create yeah, so you can create a new pattern in your mind, a new inclination in your humanness as to how you will respond to the fear when it shows yourself, shows itself. You want to begin to see fear as a guide, not an enemy, not a dictator, not a master, not a prisoner. Uh, you know. I love that. You want to see fear as a guide, not as an enemy or a master? Mm-hmm. It's so natural when you feel yourself going into fear to, you know, question or doubt or or even be hard on yourself, you know, that, that you are afraid of something. You know what I mean? So if you – and that – oh, that's so funny. Isn't it cute? That's what I said, to shift the way you see fear. So rather than seeing it as something negative or being harping on yourself over it, you shift yeah. and you say, well, it's a guide. Like, how can I see this fear as a guide for me right now rather than ah. any negative expectation? Yeah, they're going, listen to this. Ah, yes, Leah, that is exactly the point here tonight, to shift your perception of the fear. For once you can do that, then you can let yourself have a little fun with it. Rather than feeling as though you've identified with the enemy, you can begin to identify with the guide from a loving state of mind, and then you can begin to work with it. That's exactly what we're talking about here, dear Leah. And you have brought up a wonderful... um, a wonderful exchange here in that we would like you to honor the fear. We would not like you to feel as though you've done something wrong if you find yourself in the fear. And many of you doing this kind of work, many of you on the spiritual path, on the path back to self-awareness, find that kind of judgment arising when you begin to see that the fear is the thing that keeps you from your truth, that the fear is the thing in place to distract you long enough to lose your sense of who you are, well, then you can begin to see it as if it is an energy, not just some emotion that you are entangled in, You don't want to get lost in that place that says, I am in fear, so I've done something wrong. I have slipped up. I've lost my footing. I've let myself down. I've lost my way. For that is just, I want to say it, for that is just nonsense. It is just mental manipulation. You must see the way your mind works with it by taking charge. And it's a much different energy that you would be using to approach fear if you could actually get to this point. And it's not easy. We're not saying it's easy because we can talk about it here in the comfort of this energy. And people could say, oh, yes, I can do that. No problem. But be in the midst of a challenging experience. Be in the midst of an overwhelming fear. And take the challenge and find the strength, the courage to look at the anxiety you are experiencing and say, ah, dear guide, thank you for coming. Where have you been? I've missed you. Now, show me what it is you are here to teach me. Show me how it is I can surrender into this fearful energy and shift my mental perception of the experience so that I can begin to shift the human inclination to respond to fear in a state of defense. So, I'm just curious. Now, is there a way that we can, like, give an example here of, like, how you shift? Like, like, let's just say I was like, okay, you know, a big fear is fear of the unknown, that if we can't have everything lined up X, Y, Z, or know where we're going to be in 10 years, or have this trajectory of our life and our profession, or 
you know what I mean by that whole mm-hmm. topic. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big pressure for our society and, and for people in it. And so that example. becomes a fear, mm-hmm. right? So then how can they maybe address now that we we're in this fear? Like I know this fear. I'm sure many listeners know this fear. Here's this fear. Like can they address that? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect example, Leah. It is a moment where the intellectual mind relies solely on what it what it knows from logic to justify the honoring of a fear. Where in a moment where someone is in a predicament where they cannot see how they will support themselves financially in the future, how they cannot see how they are going to make it, how they are going to sustain life, how they are going to sustain their home or their family, that they do not feel as though what it is they are working in or working on or working through is going to support them. And so many people are feeling that in this moment. So many people are feeling uncertain and unstable. And maybe it is a financial thing and maybe it is a soulful, purposeful kind of um, experience where the career or job that they are existing in is not honoring the creative energy they know they are here to share. And so they beat themselves up wondering, you know, can I, can I take this step? Can I make this shift in my life to do something more fulfilling, and will it sustain me? Will it support me? It's, it's the biggest inconsistency in the human experience because ultimately it is not the human experience that sustains the soulful journey. It's a soulful journey that sustains the human experience. And when you think of it like that, you can sit there in the midst of the fear and say, well, I may not get this job, I may not be able to keep this job, but I know ultimately that my soul has a plan for me. So let's take a step back. You're in the fear, you're in it, and you're saying, well, this isn't going to work. I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to have no income, and I'm going to lose my house, I'm going to lose my ability to support my family, I'm going to lose the ability to buy food, to buy clothes, I am going to be homeless. So there you stand with all of your fears laid out on the table. Now, here's your choice. What do you do with that? Do you just sit down in the fear and say, okay, I take it on. This is my identity. I am doomed. This is my future. I will sit here in the fear and create that image in my mind over and over and over again until I am quite certain that that is my destiny. Does that feel like the most astute, most purposeful, most beneficial use of your energy and effort here in this moment? Or can you say, ah, look at this, my fear (laughs) splattered all over the place in front of me. Now I ask you, dear fear, what am I to do now? I am sitting in it. I am sitting with all of these uncertainties, with this huge sense of insecurity inside of me. And I am wondering how this is all going to work out, how I am ever going to make it through. And you know what the fear says to you when you have the wherewithal to speak to it with a sense of certainty. The fear says, find your faith. You have two choices. You can hold tight to me and create an identity around me. And we can go back and forth with this kind of conversation over and over again. I will reiterate all of the things that you will not be able to do if you do not figure it out right now. Or you can embrace me as a guide, as a teacher. And you can say, okay, in this moment, the fear is challenging me to know that my soul has a purpose, my soul has a plan. And if I do get fired, it must be time for me to redirect And if I do feel this uncomfortable in my position every day, day after day, then my soul must be trying to show me that this is not what it came to be, this is not what it came to do, 
and that there is something else out there for me. And then you ask for support in your willingness to hold the faith in that thought, in the willingness to hold the faith that there is a creative energy out there that comes through your soul, that can manifest in your reality the exact opportunity for you to show you and everyone else what it is you are truly here to do and be, to know and share. It's a truth for each and every individual in this earth today. But unfortunately, there is such a strict structure in place that not many will give themselves the opportunity to believe it. And sometimes you get so stuck in your mind on what you think it should be that you can't see beyond it. But that's a topic for another conversation. Let's stick to the fear here today. Let's stick to that moment where you're sitting there in terror and you cannot see how your future is going to take care of you or how you are going to take care of your future. And when you have that conundrum, when you have that conversation in your mind, you simply stop it and say, well, I do not have to take care of my future and my future does not have to take care of me. I'm here now in this moment. This is all that I am. This is all that I can know. So this is all that I will focus on in this very moment, right here, right now. I am safe. I am secure. I am in an I am in an energy of awareness and I choose to live beyond the human inclination to exist in self-denial. I choose to believe that there's more. I choose to believe that there's an energetic support system in place just for me and that if I reach beyond the fear, it will show itself. Wait, wait, I've got to say one more thing. The fear is the ego's shield. The fear is the ego's shield against the truth that asks the human being to identify with the soul. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad you added that line in. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that, was a, that was an awesome line that definitely was not skippable. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, when I asked that question and what you said back, I was sitting here and I was like, woo, touche. You know, like that was that, that answer was fire. I'm telling you, because it, it really clearly like called it out, like to the point where I, I could have hooted and hollered and interrupted <laughs> you right on the spot. <laughs> I was so pumped by, by that answer. It really was like so like profoundly like direct and and addressed it you know like if you could just emplace that in your mind you know like embed it in there whenever it goes to fear you know when it starts rambling on up there (laughs) and it just is reprogrammed was that exact thought like hey here's the fear i'm in the fear here's the choice like do i own this fear and sit in it or do i Oh, and I, and I what I have to address on the other option that they they moved to the other side of it when you looked at the two sides was yeah. when they said you're in the fear of being supported in your human experience, but really the human experience is supported by the soulful one. Yeah. So that that just nailed it for me too. Really, really realizing like that that fear, the one we we brought up and addressed with everyone of you know survival and or your career or whatever it was that we laid out on the table, um, really is a fear of the human experience. So to yeah. shift and like refuel it from that space of well, hey, I have faith in a divine energy that's here to support me wherever I'm led and. You know, it takes away that fear of, of the humanness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're saying, ultimately, Leah, you are the soul. That is what you want to get to. But the mind can't just take that information in, embrace it, and say, okay, I'm the soul. I'll put the soul's desires first. I'll put my purposeful inclinations before my logical, <laughs> before my logical, um, I want to say, manipulations of this human experience. It is the ultimate truth that we are the energy, not this 
physical being, but you are in this physical body and you are identifying with it, so it is difficult for the human being to just shift into this ultimate awareness, but it's there for you. It's there for you in the reminder that in every moment you have a choice, in every experience you have an opportunity to choose where will you come from, where will your decisions come from, where will your actions be inspired by. Will they come from fear, from that logical interpretation of life, or are you able to find your way through your heart to your soul to get a sense of comfort, of peace, of alignment with the will of the one? Are you able in the moment to say, I do not have to take myself out of this moment to create an identity of fear? I prefer to sit in this very moment and hold myself in an energy of love, in an, in an, I'm sorry, in a divine embrace that allows me to know that it is all perfect, it is all divine, and it's all working together. That's something you want to know. That's something you want to tell yourself, that you can't see the big picture. Every once in a while, you get a glimpse or a a simple-minded inclination of some intricacy of life, where you look back at your past, at your history, and you see this or that experience, and I'm sorry, that spurred this or that understanding or awareness that you are now currently using at this moment in your experience and you say, wow, I had not realized it then, but now I do realize the purposefulness of me going through what I went through back then. So often in the later stages of life we have those glimpses and we think, ah, now I get it. (laughs) And yet you know that that's just simple. That's just a little hint of the bigger picture. It's just to give you a a slight idea of how interconnected all life experiences are where something that happened to you as a small child is now affecting you as an adult, where the realizations that occurred because of these experiences you had early on in your life These realizations are now coming to fruition in who you choose to be. It seems to be the way of the human, you know, where we can only take in so much at a time. So that's all we do is give you a little bit at a time. So tonight we're here just to focus on the fear, just to focus on the idea that you don't have to let it be the director of your experience. And as a matter of fact... You want to choose the exact opposite. You want to direct the fear. You want to direct the way the fear engages your experience. And you have every power to do so. You have every talent, tool, gift, and awareness to choose in the moment to step away from the fear. Now, that does not mean you're going to dive into the belly of the joy, but just choosing to stay to step away from the fear is enough to change who you are for the more you make that choice the more you take that step the closer you get to creating your identity around that around that inclination to see the fear clearly and not through the distortion of the emotion of it all All right, Leah, I don't know why, but I'm feeling giggly about whatever it is they're talking about. I just got very excited about it. <laughs> I know. It's funny, too. I was waiting. I, I totally thought you were still going just then, but you ended on a pause. But me, too. I'm telling you, I was extremely pumped up and and filled with a positive and joyful emotion. Uh, I definitely got fired up from what they were talking about. I just <laughs> really love. What were you going to say? Oh, it's not me. They're going, well, it's about time, isn't it? It's about time that we put fear in its place. It's about time that we allow ourselves to be free enough to experience life with the clarity of truth. That's what we're looking for as souls, you know, and and we are all aching to put fear in its place. We are all so tired of 
kowtowing to it, of bowing down and saying, okay, I give in. I will allow you to dictate my thoughts. I will allow you to manipulate my actions and reactions in life. No, people don't want to experience it that way anymore. Should we say souls don't want to experience being people like that anymore? When we keep saying that over and over to you, we're hoping, we're believing that we're creating a new pattern in the way you think, where it's not always about defending the human that you are, where sometimes you're able to say, well, wait a minute now, that's just giving into the fear, and I don't need to give into the fear because I'm a mighty soul. And we know that not many of you are actually going to speak this out loud. We know that that society you exist in is not going to support that kind of Oh, impractical conversation. But the more you can have that conversation in your mind, the more you're creating the new pattern and the new way of existing. And so what if everyone around you is existing in fear? So what if they're choosing to create their identity around it? So what if they're letting themselves be limited by it? Do you have to join them just to feel like you fit in? Do you have to feel comfortable around people who are defining their lives in fear? Do you really want to take it on because that's what you do when you hang around with them when you agree with them when you commiserate with them what you're doing is letting a little bit of that get into you and that's not what you came to share that's not what we came to extend to one another we want to remind each other of our truth we want to remind each other of the light that exists within us we want to remind each other that we are here to be unique individuals having unique experiences that are meant to inspire the exploration of truth, that we are here to support each other on our unique journeys and not only accept each other for our differences but love each other for our differences, to honor those that are willing to stand out to stand up and say, I cannot just give in, I cannot just take on the fear, I cannot waste this precious gift of life that I have living in fear just because that's what I was told or that's what I was taught or that's what everyone else around me is experiencing. Isn't it time that we enjoy this life and not fear every moment whether we are going to be able to sustain ourselves? Hmm. This is taking us on quite the ride for fear. It's interesting, too, because I actually was with you recently for a personal channel. Thank you for that. And it was something that definitely came up for even myself who... I, you know, considered to be on the journey for quite some time now of consciousness, but to be in a state where I've been humbled by the power of fear and and how it really is so widespread amongst all of my peers and uh, just everyone in general on the the earth plane at this time, it's just there is a lot of fear. So it is a, a very nice twist to connect to spirit and feel a divine inspiration to shift uh, mm, listen, the way that we see. Yeah. Okay, they said that's why we are bringing it forth here tonight with such intensity, dear Leah. For as you have experienced, so have so many others. So many of you listening here tonight and in the future will admit to yourselves that in these past few months it has been intense. The fear has been surfacing in ways that you may not have been experiencing for quite some time. And we want you all to hear it for as you... Oh, as you align with that thought, as you say, well, that's true. Now, my fear may manifest different than others, but I am certainly experiencing these emotions, these un... Uh, what do you want to say here? What do I want to say here? These... Um, inconsistencies within myself, my inability to remain in a state of calm, peace, and balance, to remain centered in who I know myself to be. We are experiencing that in such an intense manner, and we are here to remind you that that is 
what you've called for. As the souls that you are, you are here in this moment saying it is time. It's been long enough. I've explored anger, fear, jealousy, rage, envy, shame, and guilt long enough. As these emotions come up and surface with such intensity, you have to ask yourself, is it that I have not been doing the work or is it that I am now asking myself to choose a new way to work with this? That's what we're bringing forth here. Don't beat yourself up because you've experienced fear, but rather shift the way you experience fear. It's still going to be there. It's still going to surface. It's a part of the human experience, but it does not need the definition it has now. It does not seem need to seem so overwhelming, so controlling, so immobilizing. That's a big one. It seems to paralyze so many where once they identify with the fear, they lose their legs, they lose their voice, they lose their ability to know who they are and to defend their right to be who they know they are. Mm, so they give in. So you give in. You cower to the fear because everyone else is around you is showing you how and showing you that that's the way you're supposed to be. Hmm. And yet somewhere deep down inside of you, you know it's not. You can feel it and you know it. So you must stand up for yourself and say, I will not allow fear to redefine who I see myself to be. I will not allow the fear to create these emotional reactions that have me acting out in a way that does not come from my heart, where I do not speak in kind with my heart's thoughts but rather I speak from anger, I speak from shame. I act in ignorance of the truth, of the love behind the experience. When you really bring yourself back to this thought that there is love here, even though I'm in the midst of the fear and that's all that I can see, it's all that I can feel, it's all that I can understand in this moment, if you can find your way to one tiny bit of you that's not willing to just accept the fear as what needs to be in this moment. That's all you need. That tiny little bit of you is enough. That tiny little bit of you that says, I don't know what the, <laughs> what the love here is going to look like. I can't see how it's manifesting in my physical reality but I know who I am and I know that I come from love and I know if I am experiencing this, it comes from a part of me. And I know the fear is now my guide. So I must ask this experience where it is guiding me to. What understanding of me is it leading me to? And I cannot hear it if I am entertaining the fear because the fear takes up my mind completely. Once the fear gets in there, there's no room for observation. There's no room for contemplation. There's no room for meditation, which means there's no room for communication with spirit. So you find that little space and you sit in it. For the more you sit in it, that place of non-judgment, that place with no expectations, that place of complete acceptance that there's a divine plan, even if I can't see it, if you could just sit there in that thought and know that that thought counters the fear, then that space gets bigger. And the more you sit in it, the more you start to believe it the more you start to feel it taking you over, 
and the space gets bigger. And then the awareness can come. If you hold yourself, oh, but if in the middle you slip and you fall back into the, mm, what do you say, the carousel of fearful thinking, if you find yourself stuck on that, you've got to jump off and you've got to say, wait a minute, I'm back here at the fear. <laughs> you tricked me, logical mind. You pulled me back into the fearful thoughts. But wait, I recognize them. And once again, I shift the way I perceive them. And I say, thank you, fearful thoughts, for showing me the inclination of my mind to keep me separate from my truth. But continually bringing my focus back to the fear. Notice where your focus is. That's what you want to do. What am I focusing on? Fearful thoughts? of future projections? Fears from the past, fears from others. Where am I focusing? It's up to you. You have to ask yourself the questions because once you do, you get the realizations. Oh, yes, I see. I am giving my energy completely over to the fear in this moment and that's not really what I want to do. So thank you, fear, for showing me my inclination. Now, let me change it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I, can't, I might be losing uh, my connection here. <laughs> All right, Can we've only got a few minutes left, yeah. Okay, I don't know if if I'm coming through clearly. Yeah, we can hear you, Leah. We could hear you up until now. So I'm going to just do a little closing, okay? Okay. Initiate a shift in your mind. Initiate a shift in your life. See the fear for what it is and begin to work with it in a way that allows you to expand into the truth that you are. And as we speak like that, we realize that it sounds too light and airy for the logical mind to say, oh, yeah, this is it, I'm doing it, I'm going to expand into who I am. Because the logical mind cannot comprehend, the logical mind cannot configure or project an image that it's satisfied with, with that idea that you're going to expand into who you are. But let's give it to you like this. If you are pure energy of perfection, and you see yourself as a human being that is affected by the human condition, the fears and angers and insecurities of the world, well, then you know that there is more of you to explore. That it's not that you left all the goodness and greatness and divinity behind. It's just that it's covered up underneath the fears, underneath the doubts, underneath the insecurities. It's just covered up underneath there. And all you you have to do is uncover it. And the only way you're going to uncover it is by identifying. Which covers you identify with? Is it the fear of lack? Is it the fear of the unknown? Is it the fear of being alone? Is it the fear of not fitting in? Is it the fear of not being accepted? Is it the fear of not achieving a goal? Is it a fear of failure? That, dear friends, is up to you. For as we've said before, unique. Unique and individual, that's who you all are. And that goes for your fears as well. And yes, of course, there's the collective fear that you're all swimming in and you can feel it so intensely now. But then you have those individual manifestations. And that's what you want to find. That's what you want to delve into your own fears, and you really want to get to the nitty-gritty of it. You want to see how the fears that you have now are the fears that your forefathers had then, and you want to begin to really configure in your mind why. Why is it still necessary to fear in this way? If we are truly a progressive nation, if we are truly an evolved society, then wouldn't it be true wouldn't it be 
acceptable or understandable. The idea that as an evolved society, we have figured out how to exist here without fear. Wouldn't that be something we would want to discover and share as a collective? Wouldn't that have been one of our first goals to find the fears, figure them out, create the bridges so that everyone can cross them? You see, some have found some bridges. And yet what we've seen from the majority of the egotistically driven human beings that have found the bridges that ultimately the bulk have chosen to keep the bridges for themselves so that they may manipulate through fear the balance of society. And isn't it time that we're all playing on an equal playing field? Isn't it time and we all realize that we can create our own bridge. And we don't have to rely on anyone else out there that's smarter than us, uh, uh, smarter than we are, that's wiser than we are, that's older than we are, that has more experience than we are, than we do. We don't have to rely on anyone else out there to show us our bridge to the life force energy that sustains this human experience for we are the bridge and we just need to remember it we do not need to rely on someone else's experience for this one this is about you taking back your life taking back control of your thoughts so that you may be the master of your energy and the way it manifests in your physical reality that is your truth be the master of your physical world manifestation. That is who you are. And you are so gracious in allowing your humanness to experience the fear to the fullest, which you have. But it's time time to embrace your own power and allow it to show you how to redefine how you experience life. Take control of your mind. Take control of your thoughts. Realign with the fear in a new state of perception, one that knows that the fear is there to challenge you, not to rule you, not to govern you, not to redefine you, but to ask you to redefine yourself, to ask you to find your way to your truth, which is the love that you are. Laura, I'm, I'm back in. I had a technical difficulty, but I'm, I'm back here with everybody. And I just... I got to take a moment and and say, you know what? I really feel like tonight we just rocked it. The messages were awesome. It was so direct. It was inspiring and really, you know, promotes us creating a shift, moving with fear and redirecting it and reshifting how we see it and how to work with it in our lives. And like you just said, uh, to be the master of your own physical experience and learn how to use fear as a guide. And it was all so awesome. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, Laura, for taking time out to channel the words of wisdom for us. It's so such a blessing to receive this information direct. Yeah, I think it, the, the best, um, I guess, things to, to come away with is that idea that when you're in the middle of the fear, that you remind yourself that the fear is the guide and that you say to yourself, where am I focusing, Right. Because that seems right. to be the the you know the most powerful way to like in the moment stop that momentum of the fear you know like just stop it right there just by having those thoughts even if you don't understand them even if you couldn't can't put any like weight behind them as far as your belief you know but if you could just get to that point that's the that's the beginning of you know mastering the fear definitely and then if you can take it to the next next step 
you know, to bring awareness of what uh, Disconnect is pointing out, like where you can connect to your soulful experience and really that. So yeah. thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in with us tonight. It's always a pleasure to be here with you, Laura. Thank you so much for holding a space with us. And tune in next month on Friday, June 27th. We'll be here with you guys again. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Laura. Bye, Lisa.